Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Sweet Science del Arte Cristiana. Uh, I apologize for uh, being MIA. I've been extremely busy, thank God. Uh, took on some new projects, um, so I haven't had much time to uh, to sit down and, uh, and and do another episode. But um, nevertheless, I have missed it, uh, and I was eager to do another episode. And here I am, um, uh, back with another episode with another uh, fighter profile, um, and we'll be talking about one of my um, one of my favorite fighter fighters that uh, I grew up watching and uh, action pack uh, fighter so um, we'll go to we'll get into it uh, and and get it started so today uh, I'll be talking about uh, Gabriel Ruelas um, some of you might recognize the name some some of, some of you might even know who he is uh, however um, he's the fighter that um, you know may, um, maybe a lot don't know um, but one of my favorite fighters uh, he, it's actually a pretty interesting story with him because uh, it was a unique situation uh, him and his uh, brother Rafael Ruelas were both uh, champions simultaneously uh, they were actually one of the few at the time, a uh, few brothers that simultane- simultaneously uh, held the belt. And they were both trained by Joe Goosen. Um, so, uh, actually, Rafael Ruelas, uh, uh, Gabriel Ruelas' brother, ended up fighting uh, Oscar De La Hoya. And uh, he ended up beating uh, uh, Templeton, uh, Freddie Templeton, for, you know, for, that, for his title. Uh, but today we're going to be talking about, uh, Raf- uh, I'm sorry, Gabriel Ruelas, uh, Rafael Ruelas' brother. And, you know, he um, he has a very interesting story. His career, very, very interesting. And I'll go into, into more detail um, of what uh, his accomplishments and what he did in the sport. Um, but, man, I was, um, yeah, I was in high school, uh, right around high school when... Uh, you know when he he came bigger into the scene and he became champion uh, he actually became pro in 1988 and in 1993 he challenged uh he had the first uh, challenge for uh for for a title which was against the great asuma nelson uh and he ended up losing a a, a close uh, fight uh to asuma nelson and in 1994 he was able to capture the the title by outpointing jesse james leja so his uh, his his weight class um, was uh, super me- uh, super featherweight. I'm sorry, uh, super featherweight. And uh, he was born in La Yerbabuena, Jalisco, Mexico. But uh, he was uh, pretty much raised. Uh, he came at a very young age. Him and his brother they were raised in uh, Silmar, um, and that's where they met uh, Joe Goosen. And Joe Goosen pretty much took him under. Uh, under his wing and taught him everything that that they that they know about boxing and um and he did obviously he, they did a great career um you know what's uh what's uh interesting is that he he fought with some great names he fought with arturo Gatti. um i mean it, I, these were wars uh when i talk about action pack fighter uh, I mean, you guys already know what Arturo Gatti brings right to his fights. Well, uh, and and the saying of 
um, of Styles make fights. Well, this was definitely the case. You know, uh, one of his fights with uh, Arturo Gatti. Um, they just went all out. Uh, he unfortunately ended up getting knocked out by Arturo Gatti. And it's crazy because Arturo Gatti is not known for his uh, his power punching, right? He's known for volume punching, uh, for the pressure, which uh, which Ruelas is more known was is known also for his pressure fighting, but he's known to have a, a, a bigger punch. Uh, and in this case, Arturo Gatti ended up uh, knocking him out with, a, I believe it was a left hook. And he just caught him clean. And um, I mean, he, he, he just couldn't recover from that. And um, one of the one of the fights uh, that uh, that I remember, obviously, I remember the Jesse James uh, Leha fight. Uh, that was a, a great fight. It was, it was actually a very, a very close fight. Jesse, Jesse James Leha, top notch fighter. And um, but I mean, the pressure of of uh, Gabriel Ruelas, what he brought. Um, I mean, he just uh, uh, Jesse James didn't really have an answer for that. And uh, and that's when he ended up ca- capturing his uh, his first title. Uh, what's very interesting uh, about about this fighter is that uh, he ended his career fairly early, in my opinion. Right? Um, he, he still had a lot a lot to go. He, he still had, he I should say he still had a lot to give, right, to the sport. Um, but it ended up uh, ended up ending ending you know fairly fairly quick. And here's the reason why. And let me see if uh, if I can find the year because I don't remember the year. But anyways, uh, uh, he ended up uh, defending his title against a a fighter by the name of Jimmy Garcia from Colombia. Right. So obviously Jimmy Garcia was not a, a highly known fighter at the time, and you know um he came from humble humble beginnings uh from colombia and this is this was his big opportunity right uh he he fought in the u.s and um i i believe it was his first time fighting in the u.s and fighting for a world title so this was an opportunity uh a life-changing opportunity for for jimmy garcia and his family well i remember seeing this fight um you know uh as as i was younger and and this fight was, I mean, the, the way it was, it, it was pretty much dominated by Gabriel Ruelas. Uh, Gabriel Ruelas pretty much threw everything that, that, that he had and, and he was connecting. He was connecting clean. Uh, he was connecting with power shots. Um, however, Jimmy Garcia was built different. Jimmy Garcia uh, definitely had the heart, right? And he was not going down. Jimmy Garcia was just not going down. He was not going nowhere. Um, he was not gonna get, give up. And there was points, or there was moments, I should say, in the fight that I remember where uh, Gabriel Ruelas was even hesitant, right, to continue to, to to throw because he would look at the referee at one, and some points was like are you going to let it continue, right? But keep in mind, like, Jimmy Garcia didn't look hurt. I mean, he was pretty much taking everything that that uh, that uh, Gabriel Ruelas was, uh, was throwing at him, but, I mean, he was b- being connected and he was being hit uh, way too much, right? And 
you know, like I said, there was moments where Gabriel kind of would would kind of stop to get the referee and kind of like get the clearance, like you want me to keep going, right? And you know, referee let it let it go. And um, even there were some moments where uh, Gabriel would turn to his corner, uh, not to his corner, but his uh, to Jimmy's corner, and he would kind of like you know like wait you know to like kind of almost asking him like hey are you okay with letting this go right well <clears throat> i mean again keep in mind to my to what i remember uh jimmy garcia never looked hurt i mean he was being connected clean flush and but he was he was taking him well and you know uh he still had good uh hand coordination still had good uh, foot coordination you know um so he he didn't look hurt at at all in the in the fight so i mean obviously it was very very clear that that he had a heart of a lion and uh i mean he was very very um you know just a warrior uh and he was going to be taken out on, on shield but he was going to go out on his shield but um what ended up happening i mean the the fight went on to the distance right but it was very clear um who had won that fight uh it was just uh, it was very lopsided and uh as soon as the 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 12th round ended uh the fighters obviously went to their respective corners and and shortly after they went to their corners i know there was some activity going on uh kind of um there the there was a little bit of chaos going on in in uh, in Jimmy Garcia's corner, and then come to find out that uh, he had collapsed, you know, um, shortly after the obviously the twelfth round, and then as soon as he went to his corner, he collapsed. Um, obviously, paramedics came to the scene, ended up taking him. They rushed him to the hospital. Well, uh, he fell into a coma, right? Uh, he fell into a coma. I don't know for how long, but I know he was uh, he was in a coma for a while, and um, you know, um, to to my knowledge, I know Gabriel Rellas uh, after the fight, he went and visited uh, you know Jimmy Garcia, and and you know he checked on his uh, you know on his on his well being, and and he just uh, he was there with his family, uh, and you know just making sure that he was going to be okay well moving forward uh jimmy garcia uh didn't make it he he ended up passing away and uh this was this was big because uh, i hadn't heard this you know and now now you hear it a little bit more often um just through because of social media you know the coverage and things of that nature uh it comes more to to light but back then um back then you know that the, there just wasn't very much coverage of something like this and and the thing where it impacted me more was that i i actually got to experience that fight you know while it was happening um i, I saw it on pay-per-view but but i saw it as it as it was as it was happening and as it happened and you know i, I was i was a teenager back then obviously i was in, in high school and uh it was very impacting because like i said uh you know i i remember trying to follow as much as i could you know what was going on uh with uh with jimmy garcia 
in that situation and and then to come to find out that he ended up passing away it was a big deal it was a big deal and i mean it was very obviously very unfortunate for for the family of jimmy garcia uh however um how it affected you know gabe uh gabriel ruelas um was pretty bad uh i mean that pretty much ended his career um he attempted to do another fight or rematch against asuma nelson and uh i remember watching that fight uh, also that fight uh, with asuma nelson uh keep in mind he had already lost against asuma nelson but it was a close fight and asuma nelson again the guy was a living legend and <clears throat> i mean the guy in asuma nelson had fought uh salvador sanchez so that that tells you you know his pedigree and 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 his career how long he's he had been in the game but i remember watching that fight with uh suma nelson and, and gabriel ruelas and and i remember gabriel ruelas was actually winning winning that fight and even at one point uh Uh, th- this guy I had never seen or I had never heard of Asuma Nelson being hurt or even being knocked out but um, I remember him uh, uh, actually taking him to a corner and and he was uh, he, he had uh, he had Asuma Nelson um, in problems and that I, I thought the fight was going to be done I thought the fight was going to be done at that time. And and what happened, it turned around. It turned around where where Ruela suddenly just stopped throwing punches. Uh Ruela stopped throwing punches and and then for I don't know, for no reason, right? Very very uh unusual. And he stopped throwing punches and um and then And then uh, Suma Nelson uh, took advantage of that and ended up uh, ended up turning the fight around and ended up beating Gabriel Ruelas. And man, I, I remember scratching my, my head like, what what happened? You know, like they ended up stopping the fight. You know, in that moment, like what happened? Like it seemed like he had him and he just almost walked away from it, right? Um, you know, and. And obviously trying to understand what happened. Like, man, like he had that fight. Like he had it in the bag. Um, and then obviously after some interviews, you know, watching some interviews because uh, uh, Gabriel Rodas, he, he went pretty much MIA for a while. And and then when he started giving interviews, uh, he explained that that at the moment when he was, uh, when he had uh, Asuma Nelson hurt, He he said that he would have visions of of uh, Jimmy Garcia, that he would have visions of Jimmy Garcia, and he just uh, it was flashbacks. All that came came back to him uh, from the day of that fight, and he just couldn't continue. He just says that it was just he couldn't continue. Uh, he would constantly see Jimmy Garcia's face, and uh, and it was in his mind. Um, and he just he, he couldn't do it so so from that point um he he just it ended his career it looked like it really affected him psychologically right psychologically emotionally um for for the longest time he was uh there's now a documentary which uh, i apologize i don't know what the documentary is called but 
I've seen the documentary where now, you know, in more recent years, you know, after, you know, many, many years that, that the fight happened and that he's been retired, um, he's pretty much, he takes on this quest of, uh, uh, of wanting to, to look for or, or to, to get the family's forgiveness, you know, from Jimmy Garcia. Like, um, he takes, in, in this documentary, he, he literally takes a trip to Colombia and and he wants to he wants to experience for himself you know where where jimmy garcia grew up you know he wants to meet all his family uh, he he had met his mom already but he wanted to meet his family he wanted to meet where he grew up where he lived you know uh, and 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 he takes that journey that trip and he meets up with his his siblings he meets up with his mom and he just gets an opportunity to ask a lot of questions about Jimmy and how he lived and what kind of person he was. And, you know, and, and he explains in that documentary that it reminds it reminds him so much of him on how he lived and how he grew up, you know, and the bond that he had with his family. And, uh, his biggest thing is that he, he wanted to get, he wanted to get forgiveness from, uh, uh, from his mother. Um, he said what really affected him was, and, and he says it and, and he's I've heard different interviews that he's expressed this uh, several times where he says the first time that he went to uh, to the hospital, you know, when after the fight, when uh, Jimmy went into coma, he says that he went into the, you know, the room, the, the waiting room where the family was there and, and obviously his mom was there and that, you know, that his his mom kept staring at Gabriel Ruelas's hands and he says that he noticed that and made him feel uncomfortable right and that the mom just kept staring at his hands and that the mom finally said those are the hands that killed my son right made that comment and Gabriel explains that at that moment that's really what what like he, he just couldn't get over that and he says that he explains that the reason why he couldn't get over that is because he he would put his mom in the same position and he would uh, he would think like what about if my mom was in that position if that would have been my mom and that would have been me like how what would have been what would have been my mom's reaction you know what have my mom would have been through uh, if if she would have been the one in that position so so that's how he related you know he, he would put his mom like if it was his mom uh, you know, in that, in that situation. And he says that just that, that really just ate him up. Uh, when, you know, when, when Jimmy Garcia's mother made, made that comment about, about his hands being the ones that killed his son. And he, like I said, he couldn't recover uh, emotionally. And then, and it tells you so much on how it affects a fighter because years, years after this had happened, years after, um, you know, after this fight and after his retirement, he was still looking for answers. He was still looking for, you know, something, um, you know, to cope with this. And he decides to take this journey. Right. And and in this documentary, I mean, his uh, Jimmy's mom obviously forgives him and, you know, hugs him and they talk. They talk, you know, a lot. And, you know, and she's a very religious uh, woman and. 
and and she just you know is explaining that that you know she has nothing against uh, against Gabriel Ruelas and I mean he just breaks down you know like like in in relief you know to hear that from her so so it's very very interesting uh, to me right uh, especially because like I said it was a fighter that that I followed uh, closely uh, growing up and uh, it was a fighter that I really liked watching and it was someone that 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 in my opinion uh, still had uh, you know a lot more to give to the sport um, he could have went a lot a lot further he could have done a lot more things um, but again uh, situations like this obviously are, are unexpected and can really halt a uh, a fighter's career um, and you know it's not the fighter's fault the fighter's doing what he's supposed to do Gabriel did what he was supposed to do I mean he was he was securing that fight he's there to win right uh, and he's there to give everything um, it, do I think it's the the official's fault um, to a certain extent uh, I don't think it's the necessarily the official's fault where it's the the referee's fault because remember the referee is going by but why he, what he's observing and yes could you know he check in a little bit more with the corner he could have but keep in mind I mean uh, to what I remember I don't remember seeing Jimmy Garcia actually hurt or stumbling or no I mean he was being connected flush but he was assimilating those punches very fairly well and um, and he was still throwing you know and he was still engaged in the fight um, but my opinion is the the ones that know Jimmy Garcia the most is going to be their corner, right? The corner is the ones that know the fighter the most. So they're going to know their fighter. They're going to know, you know, um, what he can and can't do and his limits. And, and and it's more the responsibility as a professional trainer to say, you know what, Jimmy? I mean, I know you have uh, the heart and I know you... you want to go down you know um uh, uh fighting but uh, but i'm not seeing anything you know I, i'm not seeing any it, it's not going anywhere and you know I, i'm gonna stop the fight um and maybe give him give him another round or two opportunity and if nothing changes then you know that's really to make that call uh, as a as a professional trainer but that's my opinion you know um it's it's easy to say Another things to actually be in the <coughs> excuse me. Another thing is to be in the in the actual fight, but um, sorry, I was just I'm just getting over a a, a cough, uh, so I apologize. Um, but again, going back to you know to to this fight uh, and to Gabriel uh, Gabriel Ruelas's career. Um, uh, I mean, he accomplished some good things. He, he gave some great fights, uh, but his, um, you know, uh, one of the unfortunately one of the things that that really stand out from his career is is the the fight with Jimmy Garcia, which um, uh, Jimmy Garcia ended up losing his life uh, over this fight, and uh, obviously that's very very tragic. 
and that's something that nobody wants to hear or, or wants to see you know the sport of boxing but it's um it's a violent sport it's it's a, the nature of the sport right and everybody that goes into into the sport uh understands the risk right and are willing to take those risks because they leave it all on the line and in this case uh, that's exactly what jimmy garcia did you know uh, against uh uh gabriel gabriel ruelas um it was in his fault uh, he didn't do anything wrong he actually did what he was supposed to do right um but uh, there was some precautions that could have been taken, you know, in my opinion, by his corner, and um, and they're there to protect their fighter, right? Uh, no win, uh, no victory is worth um, someone someone's life. So, um, so that's that's my opinion. But you know, this is uh, this is a quick uh, episode, uh, and you know, just just wanted to. To highlight uh, Gabriel Ruelas, um, which, like I said, he's he's one of my my favorite fighters, and that that I grew up watching, and um, I remember his his fights. And now, it, like I said, uh, you know, um, looks like he's doing well, and you know, uh, he's uh, he's happily married, and you know, he it looks like he found some closure. You know, after after so many years, so so I'm happy for for him, for Gabriel Ruelas, um, you know, to to be living a better life, you know, and where he can uh, obviously this is always going to be part of his life, but at least he can um, he can put it aside now, you know, and he can leave at, at least uh, leave somewhat of a normal life, you know. Um, he's a very private person. You know he doesn't he doesn't really give a lot of interviews or he doesn't make a lot of appearances but um uh but definitely definitely a a great fighter and um and i will always remember that fight so for the ones that didn't know about gabriel ruelas uh look him up and you know look up some of his uh reels as a matter of fact fun fact one of his fights um he the style that he had real quick <laughs> The, fight, the style that he had, he had actually, he had advantage, and I can't remember if it was left or his right, but the way he, he stood, one of his arms was actually significantly longer than the other, right? And that wasn't genetically. That actually happened uh, in one of his fights. He um, he actually broke his, uh, his arm, uh, and it was on a clinch. Uh, the other fighter, when they clinched, the other fight, he tried to pull, away from the fighter and the fighter clinched even harder and he ended up uh dislocating his uh uh dislocating his uh his arm uh in the middle of the the fight so the fight ended up being stopped over that it was a no ended up being a no contest uh, if i'm not mistaken well anyways uh he ended up recovering from that but because of that injury it actually made his arm longer um you know that which is unusual and uh it's a it's a fun fact, but it actually worked to his advantage because uh, he was known for throwing uh, overhand um, hooks, overhand uh, just looping punches, and he was so effective with those because um, they were tricky. Uh, most fighters didn't see them come, didn't see it coming. He would throw the jab, he would throw the jab, and then he would uh, he would throw the jab low. He would come low and throw the jab, and then 
loop uh, over and would always catch, uh, you know, with the counter punch, throw the jab and then counter punch with the, with the follow it up with the looping hand uh, over the top. And it, like I said, it gave him a huge advantage because you uh, can throw that punch from far out and he was still catching guys. So the distance that he would travel with that punch, pretty impressive. And, uh, and he did it, um, you know, uh, fairly, fairly quick. He, he wasn't the fastest guy, but he had, he still had, uh, he had good speed. So, so yeah, it was, uh, you know, unique style. Um, he wasn't the most technical, uh, but he was, uh, he was tough. I mean, he was a pressure fighter coming forward. Um, he would throw from weird angles, different angles, you know, um but it, it, like i said styles make fights and his style made for some exciting fights exciting fights so i highly encourage that you guys uh, look him up you know uh search him up see see some uh highlight reels uh on youtube uh, gabriel ruelas and uh and you can also look up his uh his brother rafael ruelas uh, you know a lot taller you know um heavier weight class you know he was at a welterweight uh, but both, you know, had had really good, uh, really good fights, and um, and but yeah, I, I highly encourage that that you guys uh, watch some of uh, their videos, uh, and I'm sure you guys will enjoy them as much as uh, as much as I've enjoyed watching uh, Gabriel Ruelas' uh, uh, fights and, and his videos, and to this day I still see uh, replays of uh, of his fights. So. Um, so yeah, this is this is pretty much it. Uh, this is what I wanted to talk about today, you know, about Gabriel Ruelas and uh, you know, quick episode. Um, hopefully, uh, hopefully you guys enjoy this uh, this episode. And thanks for being patient. You know, thanks for still following, and thanks for still, you know, um, uh, uh, being patient on waiting for for the next episode. Uh, hopefully, I'll be. I'll be a little bit more active uh, and and bringing uh, you know some new content. Uh, but hopefully everybody had a, a great Thanksgiving and uh, hope to to talk to everyone before Christmas. Uh, and um, hopefully everybody starts uh, uh, starts getting ready for that for the holidays. But uh, but thank you for listening. Thanks for the support. Uh, and we will see you uh, hopefully pretty soon. Okay? Uh, everybody uh, have a great night. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you next time.